This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I figured out what I want for Christmas. Clear plastic boxes that could be used for my urns. <laughs> for right? Christmas, that's what you want? You want urn boxes? I want urn boxes. And on my urn boxes, I want a red letter N that signifies Nebraska. So there you go. So I'm going to get clear urns for Christmas and then when P. Jug said, uh, what are you getting me for Christmas? This is kind of funny. I've been asking her for probably at least five weeks what she wanted for Christmas. Because I started at the Thanksgiving. That's when I started. Smart. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she would always say, you know something? You don't need to do anything. I said, I'm not going there. I said, I got to have, you know, something. But when I pick stuff out, many times I've missed and she's had to return them. And so uh, this year I said, how about I get you your cremation paid for, <laughs> right? And, and she's like, well, yeah, we could do that. Cause I mean, it's gotta be done. Neither one of us want to mm -hmm. do it. You know, that, that's, what's kind of got me thinking about urns and stuff. And then I started, uh, you know, looking at, you know, these year in review lists, and I'm seeing all of the people in 2022 that have died. And I would like to go through a list of those. You should not be looking at those kinds of things. Moon, that's emotional cutting. Don't do that to yourself. Ooh, I know. Queen Elizabeth II, out of here. That was really sad. I remember when she went. And of course, you know, with the royals, they have, uh, you know, endless TV coverage. Did you finish Harry and Meghan? Yes, I did. And? It was pretty good. There's so much more of this story to be told. Um, what they hint at is the rift between him and his brother now, because obviously he's the heir and Harry isn't. And so one is holding the family line and Harry's going rogue. So it'll be interesting. I hope those guys can patch it up, though, because they are brothers. They've been through a heck of a lot. Yes, they have. Madeline Albright, she died. Sidney Portier, he died. How about Christine McVie, Fleetwood Mac, Foo Fighters drummer, and one of my uh, heroes, Taylor Hawkins, Loretta Lynn, Naomi Judd. Man, there's just a ton of them. Olivia Newton-John, Irene Cara, Bob Saget, Kirstie Alley. I mean, the list goes on. Ray Liotta. Man, Anne Heche. Man, I don't even know if I want to look at this. I wonder if they have clear plastic urns. You'd think they would get cremated, wouldn't you? I think more people do it now than they used to. I think it's way more common, especially because it's just better for the environment, you know. 
if you buy a casket, uh, like when we bought my dad's casket, I know this is, this is kind of a dark podcast so far. It's been all death, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and you know what I think got me thinking about this? We are recording this on December 21st, and that is the beginning of the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also my father's birthday. And this morning when I woke up, my daughter had texted me, happy birthday, uh, granddad, or something like that. And, you know, he's been gone for almost two years. And then it, it put me into appreciation mode that my daughter remembered her grandfather. And it kind of put me into a dark place. And I've been thinking about my dad all day. And now, look, we're reading mm. death lists and how many people have croaked. Your father was a beautiful man. He was very important to you. So, but how can we, how can we help you through this? I think I need to meet Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> that could help. He swung by the United States today. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking, you know something? He should come out to Lakeville. I got the moon Airbnb. This is what I always did uh, when I was working in radio is I would advertise to the venues that I indeed would put a, a celebrity up in my home so that they don't get swarmed by fans at these upscale hotels, right? I'd give them a fair room rate. I got four bedrooms, two baths, got a big screen TV and a bar. Why wouldn't Mr. Zelensky want to stay here? It's beautiful. I've been to, the, I've, I've been, I've seen the accommodations. I've not been asked to stay there yet. I'm not of the status Um, hoping to garner enough points, you know, with the rewards program over the next year. So I too can, you know, stay at the moon B and B. I should take some pictures of all the celebrities that have stayed there. I have them sign their name on the wall. You should take pictures of them all naked and have them sign them. Well, I've got video. They don't know. I got cameras down there. We could see more of Bono than we probably would like to. Holy (laughs) Moses. Uh, what else was really Bono? <laughs> Are you like some secret peeping Tom? Like there's a hole in there and it's like a little <laughs> thing that slides over the hole. So it's like, why is there a strange little circular decoration in the middle of this empty wall? I can tell you what time this is no kidding. I had a buddy that stayed here. I have cameras in my basement and he was maintaining the Casa del Moonski while I was in Florida and the guy happens to be gay. Okay. Well, I don't ever look at my cameras unless I either need to pinpoint something because I get notifications all day long. That's all I get. You know, every time somebody moves like my dog or their sound, but this time uh, I got a notification at a weird time and I thought, well, nobody's at the house right now. And so I popped the camera on. There is my gay buddy pleasuring another man on my sofa. (laughs) and i'm thinking to myself do i tell him or do i wait till they finish or what do i do do i text do i call i mean should i facebook i mean what how do you address that kind of a thing it is my couch and there's some other guys bare butt sitting on it no blanket down nothing i mean you know holy moses they were going at it (laughs) well i would just say Good etiquette, and we should probably address this with the holidays coming up, right? If you're going to have sex at someone else's house, it is polite to put down a towel. It's very nice (laughs) to do that for people. Absolutely. Man, alive. Come on. Keep it clean, brother. Uh, I wanted to bring this up. 
Especially uh, if it's one of those hard to clean fabrics, you know, it's one of those microfiber type deals. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I didn't know whether to sell the furniture and just buy new or what should I do? Too, too bad that the cameras don't have um, like a baby monitor where you can speak through the camera because that could have been funny. I can't talk back through my cameras. You yep. should have, man. You should have joined in like, oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that, that voice been... coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to ruin it for him, but I didn't want it to happen either. Bros before hoes. I like what you <laughs> did there. Way to let the guy finish. Let the guys finish. That's right. Yeah. And then I go to P Jug in the other room. I'm like, you got to see this. She's like, no. And I'm yeah, like, good. you got to see this. No. <laughs> We had so, that story last week about the cop, the lady and the and the, the boy and the girl cop having sure. sex with the with the radio open. And that poor <laughs> operator is just like, uh, this line is open. It's open. <laughs> it's wide open, you guys. The IRS is gonna start cracking down on ticket brokers. You you remember the whole Taylor Swift debacle? Of course. There's tickets right now to see a Taylor Swift show that could cost you $4,000. Well, guess what? You have to pay tax on anything over 600. But how are they claiming that income? Because if someone cash apps you, because I think they're coming well, for the cash apps now too. They are. They're going after Zelle. They're going after Venmo. And they're saying anybody, uh, you know, over 600 bucks, that's it. Think about Super Bowl tickets and what those things are going to bring. And, oh, my God. And, by the way, let's talk football for a minute or two. As the season winds down, I need to win two games to win $800. I got a buy last week. Mm-hmm. All I need is two wins in a row. If the San Diego Chargers kick the Indianapolis Colts' ass, I'm in good. That should happen because look what the Vikings did last week, scoring 39 in the last half. I, my now, my heart rate is still up from that game. I still have high blood pressure from that game. I'm pretty sure. I need Patrick Mahomes to not play. <laughs> oh, oh well. <laughs> is there a chance of that happening? Uh, I don't think so. The weather impacts ball games. Mm-hmm. If you look at what's been going across the United States this week, it's freaky. If you're a passer and you feel a football when it's five degrees below zero it's like throwing a brick and how the receivers have to catch them because those quarterbacks throw them hard and that will keep the scores down i have most of my games being played in domes Mm. my opponent does not you know another thing about taylor swift she had a huge year in 2022 winning like every grammy there was think about all of the different celebrities that have had weird things happen like Elon Musk, for example, spending $44 billion on Twitter, have to go through all kinds of lawsuits. And then after a couple of weeks, he's like, well, wait a minute. Should I step down? I'll take a poll and I'll abide by it. So you buy something for $44 billion, then you think, eh, whatever, I'll do something different. I don't know what his process is or what he's <laughs> really thinking about. But, you know, he might really be going through something as a person. Like, okay, I've amassed all this stuff. I've accomplished all these things. What am I really doing? You know, maybe he's having an existential crisis. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not the best boss. Maybe I'm not awesome. 
life will humble you one way or another, even if you're that successful. Tom Brady had a big year, but did he have a big year? He had the divorce, but he got to play football some more, and he loves that. What about the slap? That happened this year. Chris Rock and Will Smith. We had a lot of celebrity Me Too cases. Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly again, Kevin Spacey. Well, there's a lot of people being caught for stuff they've been doing, yeah. Tom Cruise had a big year. Did you see Top Gun Maverick? I did in the theater. It was really fun. It's not a deep plot, but super fun. Did you see the promo when they are going to play it on Paramount Plus now where Tom jumps out of an aircraft? I mean, this guy is 60 years old. He still does like 90% of his own stunts. Are you a big Patrick Swayze fan? Because I was. I was not. Okay. I, I liked him. My favorite Patrick Swayze thing ever he and Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live was a piece of magic. <laughs> it really was the Chippendales dance off. That was that was fantastic. Well, so at the same time that Patrick Swayze was, you know, going into these action movies, so was Tom Cruise, and they were in competition for a lot of roles. And when he got Point Break, that is Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze didn't tell his agent, didn't tell anybody. And decided to go skydiving for real. And you're not supposed to do that as an actor, especially because you're supposed to have special insurance. And there's all these things that they have to do to ensure your safety because there's a lot of money riding on you being able to do this. But he knew he needed it for the big scene. So he was like, screw it. So he went and did it and then demanded to do his own stunts. And I guess Tom Cruise really took that to heart and was like, well, if he's doing his own stunts, so am I now. And all the Hollywood agents are like, oh, my God, we need these guys to not want to do their own stunts. But Patrick Swayze inspired Tom Cruise to start doing that. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, that happened this year. That got a lot of talk. Mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer Lopez, getting married again. I think we found out about the length of Pete Davidson's junk. <laughs> Why is that? The, you think we answer? What's the answer? Do we know? Have we seen well, photographs? Has he stayed at the B&B &B and you have video proof? Oh, yeah. I'm going to post all of the videos I have from my basement on moonpjugandhobs.com. There's an email link on the website. You should check it out moonpjugandhobs.com. We need to start putting up videos and stuff. We should put up videos. We should not put up pornography that was illegally obtained from people that were not signing releases. <laughs> because, uh, you know, a big thing this year, I think, you know, who had a big year this year? Pamela oh. Anderson, in her own way. And I know that she wasn't a, a huge fan of everything that was portrayed in there, but you understood how that whole sex tape thing happened. And you really felt bad for her. You really got to see how much of a pawn and a victim she was. And they basically said, no, you don't have any rights to that material, even though it was stolen from your home. Um, you didn't sign a modeling release because you were in Playboy and you're a slut and sluts don't have rights basically to stuff like that. And so now she's going to get to do a telling of it from her uh, perspective. I think that's coming out maybe next year. So good for her. She kind of got to set the story straight. Cause I always felt bad for the way that that went down. Cause Tommy looked like a stud and she just looked like a slut and she wasn't, that was her honeymoon. That was her husband. There wasn't anything trashy about that. She's just beautiful. I don't think I ever met her in person. Well, I think you'd remember. I think I would too. <laughs> if you don't remember, he would remember. He'd be like, Nope, we've met her.
we've met her. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stop and think about all of the people that we've met in the industry because we've been in the radio business a long time. When people are selling stuff, they need to sell tickets. Here they come. And the next thing you know, you meet them and you either are completely impressed or completely unimpressed. And some, you know, can even make you feel like you want to punch them. But, you know, the life of entertainers is not easy. You know, they're on the road all the time. I yep. mean, think about somebody that probably puts on more road miles than anybody. And that's Santa Claus. And the other day he made an appearance on my old show on KS95. All right. It is that time. Yay! He's landed on the roof. He's checked his list only once. <laughs> Didn't have to do it twice. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, Santa Claus is here. Yay! Yay! Hi, Santa! Stacy and Hutch, so good to see you two. <laughs> well, I've seen you both on dating apps, but what's that about? I deleted mine. You did, Stacy. You're looking just so hot. <laughs> I, Santa. I, my dad's listening. Oh, hello, Al. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, you know and, his name. And Hutch. Yes, hello, Santa. Man, you're looking just stellar today. Thank you. Thank you. Santa I, is full of compliments. Yeah. He is full of just cheer and joy. Well, not specifically. I mean, <laughs> me and Mrs. Claus have been having some trouble, and we're having couples counseling. Okay. Oh, well, she did go a little overboard. I see you brought cookies and a lot of them. Yes, I'll tell you what I did. It, it's amazing. I have a friend down in the kitchen, and I called her, and the next thing you know, we've got 80 cookies to go. Oh, and nice. everybody listening, if you want to swing by a different radio station, I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, here we go. Let's go to Selena in Stillwater. Selena, how old are you? 13. All right. What is your question or what do you have to say to Santa? Um, I really want something for Christmas this year, like really bad. Like it's like my like top thing that I want this year. What is it? Um, tickets to go to the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, oh Santa. Oh, Santa. Wow. Let me tell you, I've got to hook up at Ticketmaster. <laughs> I think Ticketmaster's on the naughty list, though. <laughs> Ticketmaster is on the naughty list, Stacy. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, they're going to stay there as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but I'm going to go as far as I can, all the way to the North Pole, to see if I can get you some up-close-and-personal meet-and-greet passes, oh, and we'll see if it works. No. Okay. I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> if, okay. Listen, if it doesn't work, then that means that you need to be better next year. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, let's go to line three. Riley from St. Paul. Riley, you're talking to Santa. How old are you? Six and a half. Six and a half. What do you want to talk to Santa about? Um, I want to talk to him about um what I want for Christmas. Okay, tell him he's on the phone with you right now. Um, can I have um rocks and box him? A rocks and box him? Oh, oh. rocks and yeah. box him. I. I think I have a couple of those right there in the sleigh. I'm going to load them up. I'm coming all the way from the North Pole. You know that, don't you? Yeah. What it's you... awesome at the North Pole. Santa, what should Riley leave out for you? Oh, what snacks? Yeah, yeah. what snacks would you like? Well, snickerdoodles are what my favorite cookies are. Okay. I like those and a glass of a nice Chardonnay would be good. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Chardonnay. 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 Thanks, Riley. Wow. <laughs> Keep being good. It's, yes. it's all the way good all the way to the end of the year. Don't yes. forget. Yes, and have mom and whoever help you out. All right, we got more with Santa coming up in just a second. Yeah. Santa might. I hope Santa's not driving the sleigh home. <laughs> I don't think so. I think his buddy here is the, his little elfin friend. Yeah. I've got a designated driver. Oh, excellent. <laughs> if you want to talk to Santa, <laughs> 651-989-KS95. We've got more with Santa Claus coming up next. All right. Santa's back with us. Well, you guys, I'm really happy to be here in the studio. I didn't know if I was going to make it. Rudolph has a bad case of the gout. Oh, no. What do you do for that? I think there's some kind of an injection. Oh, okay. Uh, I could be wrong. There's a a veterinarian on call all the time for you. Well, yeah, here at 95, you got it all, don't you? Yep. Yes, yes. We're ready for you. All right, let's go (laughs) to Shayna in Invergrove Heights. Hello, Shayna. Hi. Hi. How old are you? Six. 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 What do you want to say to Santa? He's here listening to you. Um, makeup and Pokemon everything. Wow. Pokemon everything. I I think I have Pokemon everything. And I know I have something else for you. I don't know if your mom and dad will let you, but I was thinking about a riding lawnmower. (laughs) Would that work out? Yeah. Okay. What about the makeup, Santa? Yeah, oh, the makeup. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. There's nothing like a good, you know, foundation. <laughs> I use it all the time. It's fantastic. And sometimes mascara works for me, but I don't ever really wear it out that much. What What kind of makeup do you want? Lip gloss? Shayna? Eyeshadow? Eyeshadow. Okay. All right. We'll get you some eyeshadow. Thanks for calling in. Pretty pink, maybe. I'm going to have Stacy help me find the right makeup, and you're going to look beautiful. I'll find it. Uh, Sam's going to be bankrupt if he has Stacy help. (laughs) Let's go to JJ St. Paul. JJ, how old are you? Four. Four. What do you want to ask Santa? What do you want for Christmas? Um, Mango and an Elsa doll. Uh, Mango and an Elsa doll? Yeah. Yes, I remember Mango when my kids were very young, yes. So can well, you do that for them? Oh, I can tell you. There's nothing like one of those dolls to keep you happy at night. You go to bed, when put them on your pillow, and everybody's happy. And I think maybe I could also, besides the doll, I could give you $25 in free slots at Mystic Lake. <laughs> Know your audience. Know I your think audience. I think you have to have a um. You have to be a member of the card. You have to have a yeah. card for oh, that. Oh yeah, frequent yeah. players card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know if that'll work out, Santa. But well, let's, let's go to <laughs> Tiffany and Son Jack for Plymouth. Hello, Tiffany. Hi. All right. What does your conversation with Santa sound like? I please can I have an RC monster truck? Ah. Can it please be Grave Digger? RC Monster Truck and Grave Digger Santa. Oh, the Grave Digger. I'll tell you what. Those things are very popular this year. Yeah, I'll see if I can arrange one. What color would you like the the package to be? You want it to be green? You want it to be red? Red. Red is my favorite color. That's what I always wear each year. Yeah, that's right. And I put on a couple of pounds. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's all that eggnog. Yeah, it's what you got to do. I think something's going on there, but we'll re. re- Visit that later. <laughs> you can always go on a lifestyle change. The new <laughs> a lifestyle year. change is yeah. always one of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> Safa from Blaine. 
Yeah. How, how old are you? Turn the radio down a little bit, mom and dad. There okay. you go. All, All right. Because right. otherwise it'll feed back and it'll be confusing. Um, Especially for Santa. He gets confused easily these he, days. He does. Oh, He's yeah. getting up there in years. <laughs> I've been around 95 years. That's right. So <laughs> how, how old are you? Eight. Eight years old. And what do you want to ask Santa for? Can I have, no. Can I have a makeup kit? Another makeup kit. What do you think, Santa? Oh, those things. Everybody wants those this year. Of course. We've got all of them. The elves made millions of them. <laughs> millions, I tell you. <laughs> and they're easy to deliver. It's quicker than Amazon. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sounds is. like you've been a good girl. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, you sound like a nice little girl. I can't wait to leave your package there under the tree. And you have a Merry Christmas. Santa's voice is starting to sound like he smoked five packs. <laughs> or maybe a lot of cigars over the years. <laughs> oh, Santa. Santa. Um, You're are, silly. All right, should I go to? Oh, you got one more Santa, I think. Charlotte from Crystal, nine years old. Hello, Charlotte. Hi. So what do you want to say to Santa? Um, For Christmas, could I get a VR headset? Ooh, a VR headset. Ooh, that's VR a big, headset. That's a tall order. Oh, I'll tell you that virtual reality stuff is a little beyond my technological skills, <laughs> but boy, my elves know all about it, and they've got them ready to roll. <laughs> They're on their way to your house probably in the next little bit. <laughs> Can someone check Santa's heart? <laughs> I'm having palpitations. <laughs> I feel like Santa just needs someone to check his heart. Have a cookie. All right. I'll have a cookie. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Charlotte, for calling in. The texts are just rolling in. This Santa's a little PG-13. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Merry I Christmas, one, everybody. I had one kid ask me for a Bic lighter and a gas can. No, you're <laughs> okay. not bringing him that. Yeah, He's right. bad. Thank you. Thank you, Santa. That's a naughty list all the time. I will say this, Santa. It's good to have you in studio. It's been a while. It has been a while. I'll tell you, about three years. <laughs> and you've been naughty for a while, Hutch, so it's nice to finally have you be able to see Santa Well, again. let's be honest. I should be on the nice list for Santa. For the guy that I took over for, Yeah. things were messed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was really what. bad here, and I took over for that guy. Yeah, the smell's still here. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I kind of feel like I've taken on a lot of the characteristics of that guy. Oh, you Like, probably... I'm I'm always complaining about too many emails. I have can't keep anything straight. I don't know which way I'm going. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah. I'd like you guys to come up to the North Pole and go clubbing with me. That would be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. We could, because it's the North Pole, you, you call it pole dancing. Oh, God. Okay. There we go. That was fun, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Santa Claus. Merry Christmas to Yay! you. Merry Christmas. Yay. I'll give you my list. Keep listening to these guys on 95. <laughs> Stacy and Hodge. I think at the end of this podcast, we are going to discontinue two questions with Putin. Okay. And in between Christmas and the new year, we're going to do a best of edition. Now, we've done 85. Of those 85, I'd say we had 40 guests. We haven't always had guests. Last several weeks in a row, we have had no guests. If you have guest suggestions, you can email those. And then I want to know, too, which one of the 85 episodes should we replay? I think it should be one with a guest. And we've had Dave Dahl was really fun to listen to. There's a guy named Doug Sprinthal that was fun. 
I'm confused. Usually a best of is several clips. You're just saying we're going to we're going to replay an episode. That's not a yes. best of. Oh, okay. So all right. So we're just picking an episode to replay. So why don't we just pick a number and just play that one? I think that's a grand idea. Yeah, so we just pick a number between one and five. Well, yeah, I mean, this requires no editing. I thought we were getting clips together, a best wow. of, which is usually a compilation. But yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not. We, Moon and I look constantly to around us and go, who can we delegate to? And then we realize we're in a room alone. And then we're like, crap. You know, we've got a lot of good ideas. We will activate mm -hmm. on zero of them. And you know what? That's my, I think, I think I want to get done less next year. That's going to be my goal for 2023. Yeah. More selfish. I think I'm going to give less. I would pay 50 bucks for somebody to edit this podcast every week. Right. It would cost me another oh, 600 okay. bucks a year and that'd be well worth it to me. Right. But here's the thing. When I edit these things, I'm very control freaky. And I want them edited mm -hmm. a certain way. And I know, you know, I've been doing uh, digital audio editing for many years. So I'm kind of picky, even though it sounds like shit some weeks. For the most part, though, I'm proud of my work. I mean, uh, we still have people listening. Or we did until the urn talk at the beginning of this one. And then I'm thinking, you know, as a comedian, don't they say you do your second best joke to open and mm -hmm. your best joke to close? Yeah, we've never followed that format here. No. But yes, that is how you're supposed to do it. You open on silver and close on gold is what they say. Ooh, I want to plug a show that my daughter turned me on that P. Jug and I both like. It's called Kim's Convenience. Uh, it's set in uh, Canada. It's very funny. The first episode is based around Pride Week. The whole thing is just really funny. Um, yeah. And then... We're, we're trying to wrap up the Harry and Meghan stuff. Uh, we're still watching Corner Gas. I am so tempted to do 1923, the prequel to Yellowstone. But my wife wants to know, should you watch 1883 first, then 1923? Or can you just pop in in 1923 and then work your way backwards? The stories are told very differently. 1883, there was a narrator through the whole thing. And when 1923 kicked off, there's that same voice, Elsa Dutton. And by the way, other people, not just me, are bitching about the whole, you know, Jamie thing with this hot lobbyist or whatever it is, fooling around. I Have you seen that? It's just dumb. Jamie always falls for some woman who, like, twists him like it takes no effort to manipulate this guy i feel bad no. for jamie's character it really it just does and the actor does such a great job and you gotta remember this is an actor playing the screen and the and er, the screenplay and the uh the you know the character as it's written and so he does a really great job of i'm super tough and i'm super strong but if any girl says that um they like my hair or they hold my hand like he's in love with them instantly he must be a cancer that must be a sign <laughs> He's just like out there falling in love with everybody who's nice to him. So he's got a good heart. I want Jamie, but you know, Jamie's also a little murdery and he forgets that. So there's a, he's got a body count, which is a little bit higher than other members of the family. Actually. We got to see him without his shirt in the last episode. Oh, I haven't seen the new ones since they dropped. This is the new ones that they just dropped, right? Nope. They haven't dropped those yet. And they're promoting the heck out of 1923. I don't know. 
the the people that are doing Yellowstone are making so much money. Good for them. It's a good, it's a really really well done show. What are you watching? I was just going to say something before we change subjects. Maybe the reason why we're not getting advertisers is some of the stuff we're talking about all the time on this podcast. We're only talking about Putin and Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need other subjects. Maybe they're like, well, what 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 podcast do you want to go to when you want to get your Putin and Yellowstone coverage? Like every goddamn week we talk about these two subjects. So you're right. I think we should ban them in the new year. We can't talk about Yellowstone anymore or Putin. We'll define a new dictator. Who should be our dictator for 2023? Ooh. That we should try to that we should try to talk to. We could do Kim Jong Un. <laughs> He'd be fun. Old Uni. Yeah. I just snorted. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. A snort is like a hug to a comedian. But yeah, the, I think we're just not marketable. That's why. I mean, it's just it's, uh, there's not there's. I think it's just you and me that want to talk about those two subjects, and there's just no one else that gives a shit. I'm eating a holiday cookie. Oh, my God. These things are so good. Oh, good. I'm glad you're taking a break in the middle. Good. <laughs> I just hear <laughs> chewing because your lips and the microphone are quite near each other. <laughs> chewing. I have to move my headset mic out so I can make room in my mouth for a cookie. <laughs> So what Moon used to like to do, we were, we were, they did a very expensive remodeling of our studio at our old company. And we were under strict orders to not bring food into that room. You could have food pretty much everywhere else you wanted, not in the production studios. That was it. It was the only place, only place you couldn't have food. Well, <laughs> uh, that was not to Moon's liking. So Moon figured out a way to sneak in his food, basically kind of tuck it into his wheelchair and he'd zip into the studio real quick and then he'd angle it. So the back of his wheelchair would face the glass windows that also face the glass windows of the boss's office. So he would only ever see the back of the wheelchair and then Moon would slouch down and like take little bites of things and put them in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is what he's doing right now and yeah. it's but that's okay you know why because this is your living room if there's crumbs on the ground they're your crumbs that's fine white macadamia nut uh, cookies wow these things are so good this woman i know made them i bought like 80 of them which uh, i handed out a lot of them oh they're still you still have cookies from her what was her name again i loved her when she worked Shelly. at the, the big Shelly, what a wonderful lady. That and she went and started her own bakery, isn't it? In like Stillwater or something? Well, she's back working back where we used to work now. Oh, okay. Well, great baker. Wonderful food. Are you still Good doing stuff. um your baking show on YouTube? Uh, I will this year. I have some other things that have been more pressing that I've been trying to get done, other projects. Um, and also I haven't had a great idea for one and it's a lot of work. So I want to make sure I kind of like the script. I want to make sure I like the idea, but I've been working on a couple of other things. So, you know, if you have an idea for the bitter baker, feel free to, you know, contact me, Tiffany Norton or at thebitterbaker.com. What about this big holiday meal? Do you prepare it yourself? Do you share in the work or what? Well, you know what sucks is we were supposed to go over to my mother's. I I usually cook for Thanksgiving and have everybody over to my place. And then my mom has everybody on Christmas. Well, my mom and my stepdad live in a condo. Their best friends who live down the hall, COVID. And everybody's Uh been exposed. Uh Uh-huh. 
And so even though they don't have symptoms, they're very worried about it because they got COVID. They were able to avoid it for most of the pandemic and then got it um, earlier this winter. And it was really, really, it was, uh, it was very tough on both of them. And um, yeah, so they're just, so they, so the, there's a halt on Christmas at my mom's right now. So I will tell you this two years ago, we went to Manny's on Christmas Eve. They're open 365 days a year. If you've mm. never been to Manny's Steakhouse, I can mm -hmm. tell you what. It is arguably the best damn place I've ever eaten. And it's that way every time I go. I just don't go very often because it's massively expensive. I mean, if uh, we had three people and when we went, it was, I'm thinking after tip, close to 400 bucks. But man, was it good. It's not something you do on the regular necessarily, but for a big anniversary or something like that. Manny's is really, really quality food. And also the thing about Manny's is the ambiance, the old school vibe of it. Very, very, you know, classy. I remember going there as a kid. It was a big treat to go. We had to be, yeah. be on our best behavior. I had to prove that I had good table manners. We always order a baseball steak and it's the lowest price steak on the menu. I think it's about 40 bucks. They take two sirloins and put them together and it looks like a baseball. That's the size of it. It's massive. I remember over the years, because my commute was 30 minutes each way during drive time, especially on the way home, that there would be certain days when, you know, the weather challenges would create between three and 600 accidents per day. Three to 600 accidents per day. And now I don't know what today's count is, but I've had a couple of weather-related, you know, car crashes. As a matter of fact, I had two girls that pulled up next to me and they were kind of flirting. And uh, anyway, I look at them out of my window and the next thing you know, I hit a patch of ice I slide off the road and I hit a tree and I broke out the windshield with my head and I actually had a chunk of glass stuck in my eyelid. We didn't take it out right away. I'd get black eyes occasionally. They're like, who hit you? And I'm like, nobody. There's a piece of glass stuck in my eye. That went on for a number of years. You were flirting with some girls <laughs> in an ice storm. <laughs> and well, then you got a piece of glass in your eye that you didn't have removed. It wasn't me flirting. It was them. You wouldn't do that. No. Because you're a responsible driver in inclement weather. Do you drive with your headlights on? And How did you know stuff? they were flirting with you? Maybe their car was just out of control. Like, what were the signals? How did they... How did you know they were flirting? Were they showing you their tits or was there something <laughs> fun like that? <laughs> no, nothing that great. No, okay. they were like, they were like blinking and smiling, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Cause I'm serious. This is a question I've had for a long time because I've had more than one man tell me that they're like, oh yeah, well she was flirting with me on the road. And I'm like, what does this constitute to you? <laughs> I understand what flirting constitutes in a bar, but on the road, how do you know? How do you know? Well, you know, she pulled her sunglasses down and looked at me and then put her sunglasses back up. And it's like, or it could be sunny. It could be sunny. And she might be trying to read the sign. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for a guy to pick up when women are hitting on him. I do believe that's true. We can't believe that anybody would want to hit on us. I think guys fall into one of two camps. They think literally no one's hitting on them and they think everybody's hitting on them. 
there's there's two guys. <laughs> That's usually the way it ends up working. Some guys you got to club them over the head and drag them home and marry them, and then other guys think absolutely anybody who ever any woman who speaks to them wants to have sex with them. I remember as a guy, and we talked about it many times. If a girl will dance with you, she definitely wants to go home. That is not true. But that's what guys think. Oh, well, oh, that is absolutely that is absolutely true. Guys do think that if you if they can get you on the dance floor, then yes, you're basically agreeing to have sex with them. <laughs> they do think that for sure. If they buy you a drink and you dance with them, oh man, for sure they want digits at least. Do you give out digits? Do people ask you for digits? I believe me just using that. It's probably the first time anybody's used the word digits in that way in like eight years anywhere. Uh, so no, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I don't get asked for my phone number. Do you? I usually do, but it's to the, the guy who's asking is usually driving the ambulance. <laughs> uh, I would like to uh, say thank you to Hobbs. Thank you to P jug uh, for helping me with this podcast. And Grant, uh, you know, it's been 85 episodes. Listen to a rando episode. We're going to just plug and play next week. That way we don't have to do any work. Uh, big hats off to all my children across the country, all my family, my friends, my beautiful wife, my dog Ritz, my brother, my sister, everybody. I'm so glad you're in my life. All of the people that make me who I am. Thank you and happy holidays. Ditto. Happy holidays. Everybody stay safe and uh, yeah. What Moon said. <laughs>